Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 744-16 till 8. Tommy Tucker, WWL. A chilly day today and a chilly week, really. Go warm up by Friday and then rains again. Cools off on Saturday. Highs in the 40s. And then uh, warms a little, and by Monday, Martin Luther King Day, uh, the temperature starts at 58 and then plummets throughout the day. So keep that in mind. Greg Upton joins us now, Interim Executive Director, oh, well, my, of LSU Center for Energy Studies. How are you, Greg? Good morning, Tommy. Doing well. Let's talk about um, carbon capture and wind energy and where these uh, let's i guess first of all maybe go back a step because i think sometimes greg because you and i speak so often i presume that everybody knows what we're talking about and sometimes they don't so let's go back and uh, start with carbon capture what is that yeah so right now companies in louisiana are really pursuing strategies in order to reduce their carbon emissions And in Louisiana, that's particularly germane to the industrial emissions because two-thirds of our emissions as a state come from these industrial facilities. And so one of the strategies to reduce emissions from these industrial facilities is actually just to take the carbon dioxide that's being emitted currently and instead of emitting it into the air, um, put it into a a pipe, capture that carbon, and then um, transport it to a location to be permanently sequestered underground And so what does that look like? It looks like drilling an oil well that you would think of typically um, where you drill that well. But instead of pooling oil and natural gas up from the ground, in this instance, you're actually going to put carbon dioxide down into the ground with the hope that that stays there and is is permanently stored. And if we're able to do that, we'll be able to reduce our industrial emissions pretty significantly in the state. You know, as you say that, you say with the hopes that it stays there and remains permanently stored – um, is this an experimental kind of thing that, that do we know what the results are going to be yet? Has it been proven in other areas or not? Um, yeah, so we've done uh, carbon capture actually back to the 1970s in Louisiana, uh-huh. but it's always been done for what's called enhanced oil recovery. And so that's when you would put carbon dioxide into the ground and it would actually migrate up in order to push oil up through another well bore in another location the scale at which we're talking about doing carbon capture now just just for the purposes of sequestration is a much larger scale. And so what we've got is all these geologists and engineers that are doing this modeling of, okay, whenever you put the carbon underground, where is it going to migrate to? How long is it going to take uh, to become literally this, this solid substance like carbon rock? 
And so, um, you know, I think that the, that the probability of, of a meaningful share of that, that carbon dioxide leaking somewhere is probably very, very, very low. Um, but nonetheless, this is something that, that when this is done will be monitored really closely for a very long time. And wind energy is as simple. A wind farm is windmills that are set up in a group. Is there a, an optimal size for a wind farm? Yeah, so when so yeah, so kind of switching gears now to another strategy to decarbonize is is uh, is reducing carbon emissions on the electric grid, and so one strategy to do that is to implement uh, sources of electricity that are that are not emitting carbon. So examples of those are nuclear energy, um, uh, hydro energy, solar energy, wind energy. In Louisiana, we're seeing several offshore wind farms that are moving forward with development. And so the size, to answer your question specifically, of that wind farm that's optimal is actually a function of its, of its physical location, um, the wind speeds and, and all those kind of things. And so I think we'll see over the next few years a few kind of smaller projects move forward in state waters. And um, we actually have one project that could move forward a few more years from now on uh, federal waters that, that could actually be even larger. You wouldn't, it, it wouldn't be profitable to do, I mean, is there a minimum number where it's profitable to do this and not? Well, I think the economies really come from, so we've actually done some work on economies of scale with these offshore wind farms. Mm-hmm. And in terms of installing the turbines themselves, you know, installing five turbines is half as expensive as, as installing 10 turbines, for instance. But I think where the economies really come in is you have to get that electricity from offshore, it's not like you just generate the electricity and it's done. You have to now move that electricity to where that market is. And so that involves building uh, transmission lines and bringing that onto shore. And that piece of it is uh, certainly costly. And so part of the economics that these developers will be looking at is, you know, how many of the, the wind far, of the wind turbines do you need in order to justify that transmission investment coming on shore? Um, but these look these offshore wind wind farms they they produce a lot of power. I mean these things are enormous. I don't know if your listeners have ever had an opportunity to walk up to a to an actual wind turbine onshore. I mean these things are enormous. <laughs> you almost can't imagine how big they are. And then you go offshore and they're even bigger. So these things are um, they're really impressive engineering feats if you ever I, get to see one. I've never walked up to one, but I have seen them in other areas, West Texas specifically. Yeah. Um, so now when it comes to competing for the same spots, is there a reason why carbon capture and wind farms compete for the same areas? Yeah, so I think that there's probably definitely some competition in the short run. So, you know, again, kind of back up, you've got what's called the state's mineral and energy board. It used to just be called the mineral board. And then I believe it was two summers ago that it was it was renamed to mineral and energy board. And what that board does, it's, it's under the Department of Natural Resources, and they represent the state as a landowner. So they're like, OK, so in the same way, if you're a private landowner and you own your land and you're thinking, OK, what are the economic activities that I'm going to engage in on this land in order to maximize the the um, you know the profits to the landowner. The mineral board does the same thing with state lands and state water bottoms. And so when we think about developing an offshore wind project versus uh, offshore carbon capture or sorry carbon sequestration project, when those projects are being developed, especially um, they're probably and given the fact that they're both kind of nascent inter- in- industries here in Louisiana. 
you probably wouldn't develop two of them simultaneously in the same location. And so, you know, that's going to be something that the mineral board really has to think about. You know, okay, I'm going to lease this land out um, for this purpose. What are the other land uses that might be precluded um, while that development's going on? In the long run, could you foresee a wind farm and a, and a carbon sequestration, uh, you know, well that's kind of close in proximity to that wind farm? I'm not an engineer. I don't see why that would be a problem. But certainly within the development phase, it probably um, there could probably be some conflicts there. That's what I was wondering because one is just like a, it's anchored in the ground, right, and not specifically in the ground other than the wires, the transmission wires. Those are underground with a wind farm. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Well, there's, there's two types of wind. So you can do what's called these like floating, um, and then you have them where they're pylons, where they're actually in the ground. So the, the state water projects, wind projects, um, almost certainly would be the pylons because they're, cause they're, uh, they're shallow water. And so those actually do, yeah, they go into the ground, um, you know, but they're not going to go thousands and thousands of feet like a carbon sequestration well would. Um, but yeah, I mean, it'll be, it'll be bolted into the ground and then you've got to build the infrastructure in the case of the wind farm, you have to build that transmission infrastructure to get the electricity to shore. And in case of the carbon sequestration, well, you would need to build the pipeline in order to bring the carbon dioxide from shore, from its industrial facilities to that location. And so in the building out of that infrastructure, um, you know, if you were building it at the same time, there could be some coordination problems. And if you build one first, well, then, you know, when you were to build the other one later, you would need to take into account the other infrastructure that's out there. So, I mean, in the long run, again, I'm not an engineer. I don't see why they would, you know, not be able to coexist in a, in a similar location. But certainly during project development and certainly during the first few projects that we do, I could definitely see there being a risk aversion of, hey, let's let's do one at a time and see how it goes. Let me sneak in a quick break. We'll pick it up here. We'll come back. We're talking to Greg Upton, Interim Executive Director of LSU Center for Energy Studies, about wind and carbon capture competing. We'll talk about the economic outlook for Louisiana and how big either could be when we return 753-7 till 8. Traffic now, WWL. 
758, couple of minutes left with Greg Upton, Interim Executive Director of LSU Center for Energy Studies, talking about wind farms and carbon capture projects, wanting the same areas. So, Greg, how does the state go about deciding who gets what? Is it about um, environmental protection? Is it about economic development for Louisiana? How, how hard is it to balance all of these, and who's going to balance it? Yeah, so at, at the end of the day, um, if you're talking about state uh, lands and water bottoms, which I think we are when we're talking about offshore wind uh, with respect to carbon capture offshore, it's going to be that mineral board. And so the mineral board, it includes the secretary of DNR, um, as well as the, uh, I think it's nine members that are all appointed by the governor. And so right now those, those new appointments are, are coming in. So we actually don't know who the new mineral board is at this moment. But typically what the mineral board does is they really think of it from the standpoint of the state fiscal you know, this is the state land. We want to maximize the profits that we get from from the utilization of this land. And so that's and, and with that being the said, perspective. I'm sorry, Greg, before mm-hmm. we run out of time, no. 30 seconds left. Is there an advantage economically to either carbon capture or wind? Uh, I would I mean, not really. It would really come down to how much are they willing to pay for the use of that land? And that would be the question I think that the, the mineral board would be most likely to look at. Thank you. Appreciate your time. As always, Greg Upton, Interim Executive Director, LSU Center for Energy Studies. We're talking Saints when we come back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.